Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, October 4th, 2016, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. Tonight, we're presenting Lavendar's trickster material from the vault. It took 19 years of demonstrations to compile this piece, which includes holy trickster, divine trickster, seduction trickster, physical trickster, tribal trickster, and supreme trickster. Some of this information may be a bit disturbing, but it's essential to understand how trickster operates so that we can go forward with more success. We first aired this five years ago, so many of you haven't heard it. Even if you did, it's important to take another listen and be reminded. And because this has been pre-recorded, we won't be taking any questions afterwards. If you'd like to chat with like-minded people, we have an online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com, and it's a safe place to connect with other Starseeds, thanks to Tammy's dedication and help with our forum. You can download any show in our archives on iTunes or right from our Blog Talk Radio episode page using the cloud with an arrow on it. We'd appreciate your support of our show, and you can do that by clicking follow on our page here at Blog Talk, and you'll get our weekly show notices. The toll-free number for StarseedHotline.com is 888-881-0881. The Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings in your natal astrological chart, and the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. For those who need healing of any kind for yourself or your pets, Tammy's powerful remote sessions will help. And if you have a birthday coming up, you don't want to miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. If you do want a stage 2 interpretation of that chart, please order it at least 2 or 3 months ahead of time to make sure you get it in before your 10 hours because there is a waiting list. So first this evening, I would like to introduce Anastasia and her ever-popular Starseed News. Well, good evening, Arielle. Uh, Good evening, Starseed listeners. Great to be with you today. Can you hear me, Arielle? Yes. Good, good. Well, we are good to go then. Well, we've got some polar magnetic storms going on, some minor G1 class geomagnetic storms are underway today as Earth slowly exits a high-speed stream stream of solar wind. They're telling polar sky watchers to watch for auroras. And this is an interesting story. Do you know they've made some new maps of the South Atlantic anomaly? What is the South Atlantic anomaly? I asked myself as I was preparing the news. I'll bet some of you already know this, but I didn't. And scientists have also long known that our planet's inner Van Allen belt dips down toward Earth over South America, creating a zone of high radiation known as the South Atlantic Anomaly. Well, a new study just published in a space journal, uh, Space Weather Quarterly, reveals that this anomaly is moving and that it varies with seasons in a way that researchers don't fully understand. Something's up, folks. Very interesting. And 
there is a thing known as Sumerian hex excuse me it's not in Sumerium hexaboride that is a crystal that's baffling scientists it's a deceptively black crystal and physicists have stumbled upon a baffling behavior of this crystal one that appears to blur the line between the properties of metals in which electrons flow freely and those of insulators in which electrons are stuck in place those are two opposite conditions and this crystal exhibits both the crystal demonstrates both of these properties simultaneously now just wow. think about that this defies newtonian physics which taught us for eons at least since science was uh popular that uh, properties were either or something but they weren't both something is either black or white okay it's long or short but it's not both well in quantum mechanics we have learned that that is not exactly how things are that things demonstrate the qualities of and things are both black and white long and short male and female so on and so forth so and is an all-inclusive state of being that is uh, demonstrated through quantum mechanics it presents the uh, terrific problem of paradox in which something seems to be a contradiction how can something be both black and white well you know, we could call it gray but nevertheless this is uh, something that uh, people who have grown up with old schooling and even <laughs> people who don't have old schooling really struggle with this sort of mind bending uh, state of reality now as starseed and as people who work with quant consciousness we're not at all surprised by that um, in other words, how can an individual be part of the collective? How can we be one? Well, this is an example of paradoxical logic or states of existence. Well, this Sumerian hexaboride has uh, the famous wave particle, or calls to mind the famous wave particle duality of quantum mechanics, as I've just explained to you. And the new evidence suggests that this crystal is not <laughs> a textbook metal or an insulator, but it's both things. And scientists are saying this is more complicated than we don't even know how to imagine it. Now, what I find so interesting about this, and by the way, they're using or, or considering to use or implement this crystal in the creation of quantum computing. And there again is that word quantum. Here's a crystal. You know, in the past they used quartz crystals. Uh, now they are going to use this uh, Sumerian hexaboride, uh, which is a crystal that exhibits quantum properties. Fascinating stuff. And I was thinking about how consciousness is shifting. And don't you think it's interesting that as human, humanity's consciousness starts to shift, at least with certain people, although not perhaps with the masses at this point, but nevertheless, as there is that trend in consciousness or higher awareness, that we are discovering material objects that have the properties of quantum reality right before our faces and scientists don't know what to do with that now i know that's all hard to sort out and you're probably going what did she just say well <laughs> look it up sumerian hexaboride check that out you crystal lovers and there's wikipedia articles on it as well as numerous other articles so just check that out and uh chew on that for a while anyway we have something amazing coming out in medicine researchers have created a 3d printable hyperelastic bone that could mend bone injuries now if you shatter a bone in the future 
they say that a 3D printer and some special ink could be your best medicine. Researchers have created this hyperelastic bone that can be manufactured on demand and works almost as well as the real thing, at least in monkeys and rats anyway. Though it's not ready to be implanted in humans, bioengineers are very optimistic that the material could be a much-needed leap forward in mending injuries such as broken skulls. They say that that hyperelastic bone could be printed the same day that it is required. What do you think about that? Wow. Hyperelastic bones from a 3D printer. Wow. There's quantum mechanics for you. Okay. <laughs> and one more article, you guys. Bear, bear with me. Don't anybody yawn yourselves to, to boredom too, too quickly. This is so fascinating. You know, you all need to know about this. <clears throat> Physicists have released a brand new paper suggesting that time is created in the mind of the observer. Now, this might not seem to be too important, but it really, really is. As you enter the zero quantum state of awareness, this is a really good thing to know. Time doesn't con constrain us as we think it does or as it appears to. And, you know, this isn't such new news uh, it's been in quantum theory for quite a while. In fact, uh, Einstein suggested it. However, there have been more studies done on it. They've done more probing. And physicists are now suggesting that gravity, which uh, previously had been thought of to be the property that holds or that forces time to move forward, uh, physicists are now saying that gravity is not strong enough to force every object in the universe into a forward-moving direction. Their study shows that time doesn't just exist out there, ticking away from past to future. But rather, time is an emergent property that depends on the observer's ability to preserve information about experienced events. What this suggests is that time's arrow is subjective and is determined by the observer, which means you and me. So, Although Einstein has been arguing for a long time uh, that uh, time was relative to the observer, this study takes it a step further, arguing that the observer of time is actually the one that's creating it. And furthermore, the bottom line, they're looking at the mystery of dark energy to reveal uh, whether or not time is an actual reality or how time works. They think it's connected to dark energy. Whew, fascinating. Wow. Well, a study of bumblebees published in the Journal of Science found that they possess emotional states that influence behavior, just like humans. The research goes against the common presumption that insects are simple creatures carrying out nothing more than pre-programmed sets of actions. As a child, <clears throat> I would watch other kids step on bugs. I'd say, don't do that. That hurts them. Oh, bugs don't feel anything. The other people would say, well, you know, most people where we've all been, most of us have been taught that by average parents or average, average people around us growing up <clears throat> when our childhood sensibilities said otherwise. Well, the finding that bees exhibit not just surprising levels of intelligence, but also emotional states indicates that we should respect their needs when testing them in experiments and do more for their conservation. They say that the idea or the understanding that emotions affect the perceptions of the smallest insect and influences their behavior beyond a simple programmed response 
means, of course, that when we walk through the garden and we admire the butterflies and the bees that are drawn to wildflowers, we can know that there is more going on than meets the eye. These little beings are not just drinking nectar and gathering pollen, but this represents a gathering of beings with emotional states of mind, all making complex decisions. I mean, why did that butterfly land on your finger? Well, possibly because he or she was happy and recognized you as a beneficial organism. Now, this wonderful discovery comes upon the heels of depressing news that a species of bumblebee was just proposed for the endangered uh, species list. Actually, that was uh, bees in Hawaii. And native bees are in decline almost everywhere that we look. You know, I talk about that quite a bit. Um, and, you know, just recently in South Carolina, the state blanketed the the area with uh, pesticide NALA that killed millions of native bees and honeybees. So perhaps uh, the exploration of emotional states in bumblebees and other insect species can help us find our humanity, our connection with nature again, and help to put the brakes on the destruction of these creatures. And connected to that... A new study has shown that virtually all animals, including fish, shellfish, and again, insects, feel pain. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> this news comes from uh, Discovery, and they're saying that crustaceans, such as lobsters, can feel pain and stress despite differences in their nervous systems compared to mammals, and this is according to scientific research recently conducted. The findings add to a growing body of evidence that virtually all animals can suffer. Now, a professor in the School of Biological Sciences at, uh, in Belfast, Ireland, Northern Ireland, uh, conducted this study, and he said that uh, all of the crabs that he experimented on survived and were later, later released back into their habitat. Now, in the past, they thought that crustaceans like lobsters and crabs just had reflexive behaviors. But, you know, they showed signs of physical distress at the same time when they changed their behavior to try to avoid the injury, like moving into another shell. They also engaged in protective reactions. They would limp and rub sore spots after being hurt. And when they're given medicines such as uh, analgesics for pain, they appear to feel relieved. So finally, the researchers wrote that crustaceans specifically uh, possess high cognitive ability and sentience. And they say that the question of whether invertebrates experience pain is fundamental to legislation that protects animals and conduct, uh, uh, instructs our behavior and our attitudes and uh, how we deal with these highly complex organisms. Now, I know a lot of you out there are vegetarian, but those of you that aren't, who may have cringed at the idea of dropping a lobster into a pot, well, maybe there's a reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> Your instinctual body recognized what was going on. So that's really good uh, information, positive information to come out, because science is uh, going to be the thing. You know, it's what people depend on that aren't into spirituality. They depend on science to define for them uh, ethics and, and what's real and so on. So this is, this is good. This is good. If this can get to uh, at the levels of education and, and uh, mass public awareness, this would be a very good thing. All right. Well, I thought maybe you ought to know about this as well. 
This is a bit of bombshell news coming out. Um, let me see where I got this information so that I can share it with you. Mm, oh, and a kit came from RT, so for what it's worth. RT reports that the Pentagon paid a PR firm $560 million, a billion dollars, excuse me, to film terrorists, or million, it's half, half a billion, excuse me, paid a PR firm a half a billion dollars to film terrorist propaganda. Now, the United States Pentagon, our government military, paid a, a United Kingdom public relations firm half a billion dollars to create fake terrorist videos in Iraq. And it was a secret propaganda campaign exposed by the Bureau of Investigative Journalism. Now, the firm created television ads showing al-Qaeda in a negative light, as well as creating content to look as though it had come from Arabic TV. Crews, according to RT, were sent out to film bombings with low-quality video to make it convincing. The firm would then edit it to make it look like news footage. Documents show the Pentagon paid that half a billion for filming the propaganda. So, just passing it along, just saying. Alaska had a 5.2 magnitude earthquake uh, that shook the Alaskan coast on Sunday. And uh, there was a shallow 5.7 earthquake uh, uh, recorded off the uh, Philippine Islands, 5.7. And Southern California is under uh, heightened earthquake alert through today, according to ABC. They say that Southern California people should be on high alert uh, throughout today for increased possibility of a major earthquake. This warning came by the Governor's Office of uh, Emergency Services and follows a series of small tremblers that happened under the Salton Sea, located along the 800-mile uh, uh, San Andreas Fault. This was according to the Orange County Register. Now, this latest alert was issued after 142 tremblers hit starting Monday near Bombay Beach at the southern end of the fault. The quakes range from a magnitude of 1.4 to, to 4.3, according to the USGS. Well, we've all heard of Mount Vesuvius. Guess what? Six previously undiscovered volcanoes have been found off the coast of Naples, all of which are situated closely to Mount Vesuvius. The new-found submerged volcanoes lie just three kilometers from the Gulf of Naples, which, of course, is the home to this Mount Vesuvius. And you know Mount Vesuvius was responsible for one of the most deadly eruptions in human history in 79 A.D. The uh, researchers from the National Institute of Geophysics and Volcanology discovered the new volcano, saying, We have discovered six volcanic cones and domes with a diameter of 800 meters, undiscovered until now. That is enormous. Yeah. You've got all that volcanic activity right in that one little tiny space. That is amazing. Well, five major technology companies have said last Wednesday that they have created an organization to set the ground rules for protecting humans and their jobs in the face of rapid advances in artificial intelligence. That's right. Amazon, Facebook, Google, IBM, and Microsoft are uniting in order to, quote, ease public fears of artificial intelligence. 
they are trying to ease people's fears of machines that are learning to think for themselves. Now, this comes at a time of significant public debate about artificial intelligence technologies that are built into a variety of robots and other intelligence systems, including self-driving cars and workplace automation. The industry group introduced a set of basic ethical standards for engineering development and scientific research that its five members have thus far agreed upon. Now, here's the interesting part. Uh, This group released eight tenets that are originated from Isaac Asimov's original Three Laws of Robotics, which was a science fiction story that came out in, excuse me, 1942. I thought it was interesting that they had to go to an old sci-fi novel to kind of figure that out, but that's apparently (laughs) what they did. And the new principles include high-level ideals such as Quote, we will seek to ensure that AI technologies benefit and empower as many people as possible. All right, fellas, if you say so. That's what's happening on the the big five front in technology. And in Australia, it has become the first country to begin microchipping its public. NBC News predicted that all Americas would be microchipped by 2017, but it seems Australia may have already beaten them to it, and people apparently are begging for it. Under the headline, Australians Embracing Superhuman Microchip Technology, Australia's premier media outlet, news.com.au, which is News Corp Australia, reports, and I'm quoting, it may sound like sci-fi, but hundreds of Australians are turning themselves into superhumans who can unlock doors, turn on lights, and log onto computers with a wave of the hand. A woman from Sydney is at the center of the phenomenon after having two implants inserted under her skin. Now she can get into work and to her car without carrying a card or keys, and she says her ultimate goal is to completely do away with her wallet and cards. The microchips, which are about the size of a grain of rice, can act like a business card and transfer contact details to smartphones and contain complex medical data. In her interview with the Australian news outlet, the woman says that her friends and family are jealous of her microchip lifestyle. She has noticed a business opportunity from this endeavor that she's undertaken, and she set up a company called Chip My Life with her husband, where for just about $140, people can become so-called superhumans. And as you can see, the push for RFID microchipping and assimilating the human population with robots and technology is something that will most likely be sold to the public as helping them to become superhuman. So that's it. they They ought to hire that British PR firm. (laughs) <laughs> they really should be bedmates, could... shouldn't they, Ariel? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep, they, they belong. They should marry each other. Absolutely. Well, did you know that a person, I didn't know this until I read this article, and I haven't done any background research on it, so I'm just passing it along. I can't say that I verified it. But in this same article, it says that a person who became one of the world's first RFID implantees back in 2005 just made headlines recently in the U.S. with a prototype of the world's first implant-activated smart gun and is a huge proponent for this new technology. 
In an interview with the Australian media outlet, he explained that the technology he has been implanted with has, quote, given me the ability to communicate with machines. It's literally integrated into who I am, end quote. So uh, there we go, transhumanism at its beginning stages. Okay. Well, apparently, NASA has cut a live feed from ISS after a flying object was spotted. This is according, again, to RT, so take it for what it's worth. NASA is once again being accused of hiding evidence of UFOs after cutting off a live stream from the International Space Station during which an unidentified object was spotted. A YouTube space observer who has almost 40,000 subscribers claims some sort of otherworldly object can be seen flying near the ISS during a live stream carried by the space agency on September 30th. You guys want to check that out? Check out YouTube. Anyway, a recording of the stream was uploaded to YouTube. His name is Streetcap1. He highlighted a blue light apparently hovering in the distance. And skeptics are arguing that the light is merely a, na- a lens, lens flare. But Streetcap1 denies this. He says that the unidentified object is brighter on the left side due to the light from the sun. So, the only answer to this is go check it out and see for yourself. So, wow. Is the world changing fast or what? It's changing fast. But you know that whole idea about creating time? You and me, we're creating time. Well, maybe we shouldn't complain anymore about time going too fast. Maybe we should just do something about it. What do you say, guys? We ought to do an experiment, a starseed experiment, a mass meditation to just slow time down. You know, that's the only way you can get a handle on the complexity thing. The reason everything is sort of crazy is because it's too much too fast. So if we slowed everything down, you know, well, you could get your head around it and you could actually probably make some changes. Just saying, just saying. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're going to run this uh, program from the vault tonight, Ariel. This is really important stuff. Trickster's a powerful force on the world, right, on our planet right now. So this is very important discussion coming up. It sure is. And, you know, no, sure hardly anybody is. knows about it. So this is really, really good stuff for your tool belt, guys. All right, Ariel, I'm going to turn it over to you, and we'll get back together next week when we do some more Starseed News. You all have a okay. great week, and from my heart to yours, love with love. Well, thank you so much, Anastasia, for bringing us the Starseed News. And we will uh, see you next week. Okay. So right now I am going to um, get Lavendar on here. Okay. Hey, Lavendar. Hey, Ariel. I just really um, wanted to say a few words about um, the show that you're going to play now. It took me 19 years to fine-tune this document And the reason for it was when I started the training uh, with uh, the extraterrestrials that I had agreed to work with, one of the things that I uh, did for myself, and I'm not sure it was a smart thing to do, but I did it, (laughs) and that was I wanted to know every known energy on the planet. And, And they quizzed me about this. They said, do you really want to do that? And I said, yes, I want to know about everything that's here. And and that way, if I know about everything that's here, I'll be able to uh, learn how to work around it or with it or for it or above it or below it or whatever. 
so I started on a a fast track of of tracking the the energetics of Trickster, and and that's how I started writing this document. And what I've learned through the years is that so many many people are being tricked into thinking a certain way. Being, people are being tricked out of their money. People are being tricked out of their sex. People are being tricked out of their belief systems or their knowing systems. There are, there are energies that will actually come along and, and saddle up to you and try to be like you, and then when they can't be like you, then they turn ugly. So I've, I've really um, gone the extra mile in, in writing this document. So, and I know that we played it on the air about five years ago, but I really felt like that this was the time to maybe re-air it again because there's so much trickster energy on the planet, especially for those of us in the metaphysical field. We, you know, we we walk around with our fluffernut consciousness sometimes, where we think everything is love and light and everything's wonderful, and what it isn't. There there are beings that will that will use this against us, and we have to know that when we suit up to do the goddess or divine feminine work, that we must always be aware of those that are watching us, those that are tracking us, and those that are trying to deceive us. So with that, I turn it back to you, Ariel, and I hope that everyone enjoys Trickster. And in the in the Indian language, they call it Coyote. So back to you, Ariel. Okay. Well, with that, we are presenting Lavendar's trickster material from the vault. My name is Lavendar, and I have been working on the subject of trickster for many, many years. In fact, I have worked on this so long, and I'm not even sure that I'm through with it, but I am going to share uh, part one called Trickster with my radio audience. Trickster, a quote from Jamie Sam's Indian Medicine Cards. Coyote, you devil, you tricked me once more. Must I sit and ponder what you did it for? Trickster Coyote. Trickery is not the same as magical. Trickster shapeshifts reality in order to turn a window, usually without any intentional responsibility. Trickster creates chaos and manifests havoc in the middle of a storm. Trickster promises you the moon, then gives you the taste of the moon, then pow! Total eclipse. When one gets this close to the moon, it becomes an insatiable quest to have it just one more time. POW, P-O-W, then takes on a new meaning as in prisoner of war. And nobody said what prisoner, what prison would look like, did they? Trickster will manifest as a card game. Trickster will deal you four aces and show you the fifth ace up their sleeve, which is usually tied to some cherished outcome that they knew that you never got to achieve. They will hold the knowledge of this, or perhaps even better the power of this action. Whatever it is, they won't give it to you. 
And in some shamanistic practices, we'll find others to safeguard this knowing, and we'll monitor and set forth runners to keep whatever cherished outcome just out of your reach. Spiritual lessons seem to be more important than effectiveness. Thus, cherished outcome becomes a barrier for any effectiveness to take hold. Trickster can make you laugh, although your face may be cracking from the pain. But laughter seems to be the only healer at the high point of recognizing this energy called trickster, or the Native American Indians call it coyote. Trickster never seems to learn from the last trick played on them or someone else. They're trickster addicts. The more coups, the more excitement. They are trickster junkies and live in a world of comedy of errors. Holy Trickster. Now, this trickster in the name of Holy is something to behold, all right. The hole in this divine donut will appear to be a spirit guide, guardian angel, master KTPZRT, or some voice, or better still, God himself. Their teachings set you up for your own good, you understand. These characters wearing whatever disguise will make it their business to keep the sabotage running in your soul in the name of holy teaching medicine. They have fine-tuned this trickster energy to such sheer perfection of sabotage that when the boomerang comes home, they will become totally surprised and through their great judgmental eyes will declare, well, that's a psychic attack. This is when sabotage meets self-sabotage and doesn't even know the difference. They cancel their own place in life and never know it. Their ego or superior authority never seems to allow them the courtesy of tracking their own energy moves when it comes to this kind of trickster energy. It seems that when God tells them some divine message and they perform it, then whatever happens then comes from God. This could be called trickster cop-out. How can one tell a holy trickster? Well, you know the ones with a lot of religion running through their soul records. Sometimes one can catch it by looking deep into their eyes, for the mirror of their soul reflects their true intent. However, they seem to not hold a gaze for very long. Divine Trickster This is an offshoot energy of runner of Holy Trickster, the one with the divine navel attached to every living, breathing cord of your reality system. Just when you think you are getting a grip on reality, they somehow come along and slip you a divine Mickey and call it some cosmic mystical name, and then they just move on. And there you are, just sitting there contemplating your own navel and somehow you know that rebirthing acupuncture regression yoga astrology and meditation never heard of this one this divine navel experience may take you to the edge of your sanity when this happens will you have enough will or power to jerk yourself out of the clutches of this divine trickster what price of spirit are you willing to pay? And by the time you pay it, who will care? The only ones that will care will be the trickster addicts, who in unison will say, well, 
it was God's will or well it, I guess it was meant to be or better still they will open their trickster mouth and let you know that they had something to do with your great lesson which may or may not be true who are they and how much power do they hold masters hold this kind of knowingness and power but few ever verbally say so they know the power of their words can boomerang on them so discernment is a must at this level of knowingness are there any great masters reading this seduction trickster you want to know about the bend in the road well bend over and grab both your ankles here comes the big cosmic dildo of the sky this seduction trickster is so masterful alluring and seems so magical that you actually lose a grip on your life force you don't know that at first you're too charmed by the hypnotic gaze of this fascinating snake this seduction energy has curves and angles of space that promises you paradise and by the time it zigs and zags through your life force taking everything dear and sacred you then discover that you've been slimed and snaked by seduction when this lesson is over if it ever is snake will come to mind whenever you see it again this kind of seductive snake will make the art of or act in art of zigging and zagging an art form wait a minute this kind of seductive snake will make the act of zigging and zagging an art form they get so good at it that they can duplicate your mind and will engage in mental masturbation just for the fun of it make a mental note about how many symbols of snakes are in your memory or family tree or how about all the healing symbols with the snakes attached and how many times have you been forced to swallow your true feelings when the subject of snakes comes up in a conversation because you're just not sure if you'll offend some fellow healer or practitioner because after all of the myths through the years about snake power and how how wonderful and how transformative they are etc etc blah 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 this master mistress of seduction while inside your brain will find every known or unknown trick that has or hasn't been a part of your life's experience the term mind F becomes part of their pattern in most of their relationships some even line up to experience this great art form of seduction this can become another form of addiction or some would refer to it as well just doing what comes naturally this great seduction trickster will lie in the grass of your reality system and will wait until you least expect it then gotcha becomes everlasting in your conscious or unconscious moments if these tricksters don't succeed upon first brain contact they'll put it on hold for a future date when you least are expecting it after the entire coup or the excitement of gotcha could become a rush to the system some use it for the pump to life force others tie it to group activation of cosmic concerns and only use it as a vehicle of information or maybe misinformation just depends on where they have you in their seduction frequency band 
They collect different religious concepts attached to your genetics or bloodlines, and they start weaving it from there. These masters of seduction can make time travel their ally and can literally project past, present, and future realities through these abilities. Many so-called channelers or spiritual and galactic messengers fall prey to these concepts, and it is from here that most of them crash sooner or later. After seduction trickster gets through with the mental aspects of your waking or not-so-waking moments, then they'll turn to your emotional system, you know, the one that is attached to your heart. Now here comes the real trickster and mobster form after the pump of your heart. The ultimate pump, the life force of rhythm that keeps mind, body, and spirit together. They will penetrate your emotional feeling system and begin to duplicate it and make you think that they have the same set of emotional systems as you. And of course, you fall for this because after all, you've been looking for this all your life. They get to know your pleasure, pain buttons, to ever known or unknown addiction. They'll masquerade this as the great love of your life, and better still, will convince you that they have returned from a previous lifetime to claim you as their soulmate. This is the ultimate coup, and you being trusting and terribly in love can't figure out that you have just been snaked into another reality. Seduction trickster will even penetrate, duplicate an addiction that will seem like it is nurturing. That sing-song soft voice hypnotically trancing you with words and energizing your sexual creative process suddenly makes you a play in this snake dance. This will surely be a sign from God because after all, it's so empowering. You know the one you must have or else. You can get so dependent on this sensation, seduction, whether it be empowering or nurturing, it makes no difference. You'll do almost anything to have it and protect it. You'll do this because all real reasoning has left you. That old saying, love is blind, and in this case, love is blind and stupid. So now you have it, the seduction trickster that encompasses the mental and the emotional aspects. But what about the end result of seduction ending up in the sexual arena of creative sacred spiral? This is the place of the highest violation of sacred womb space, or in the case of a man, his highest point of exaltation as in seeding or creating life force. But for now, let us look at the sacred womb space and see what the snake energy has been allowed to do through the sisterhood of woman power. This snake energy comes in the form of some nurturing living energy akin to mother, sister, child, or some other hooded disguise. The deception is so clever that one cannot see the snaky, slimy, slippery energy for what it really is because the rose-colored glasses have designer Bambi engraved on them, and your innocence is being trampled upon, and it may be a while before you ever figure it out, if you ever do. This kind of seduction trickster played out by women has caused the female principle to be scorned throughout the history of the planet. 
So when a man or a woman violates sacred womb space, then it creates a wobble in genetics that takes sacred spiral to distortion and maims the participants. They in turn will be held accountable for warps in the bloodlines in the generations to come. Women need now to reclaim their sacred womb space and treat themselves with nurturing aspects of male and female creative spin. Reconciliation of the sexes is now at hand. This was written in September of 1991. Not much progress has happened with the reconciliation of the sexes. In fact, in some areas of the world, it's gotten worse. One of the signals to look for after an encounter with a seduction trickster is to see who's holding their genitals. Is there a long casual list that accompanies this kind of action? In many cases, this is where rape of the soul, spirit, and body becomes evident because when you reach for your genitals, you may find them gone. You have to ask yourself if you gave them up willingly or did someone take them while you were under some hypnotic spell of seduction. In other words, what's the body count? And that number will not lie to you. Seduction trickster will promise you a moment of sharing just long enough to coo the sexual emotional life force from their chosen partner. Seductive trickster is a sensual seduction suck and will leave you high and dry. This is very much akin to psychic vampirism. The difference is that seductive trickster spends an energy that doesn't stay connected for very long. However, psychic vampirism depends upon the connection to stay alive in the life force. Just think of how many people you know who exist like this in their relationships. Staggering thought, isn't it? The difference between seduction trickster and psychic sexual vampirism is a subject that could be debated over a long period of time because there is just a fine line of frequency misuse and it is viewed so differently among so many people. Seduction trickster, when hooked up to the mental, emotional, physical, psychic, and spiritual ethers, part of the human system becomes the ultimate in violation of misuse of power. Never forget this. When linked this way connected to the pleasure pain centers have access to another's cherished outcome of intended action usually based on not enough or too much. Not enough usually measured as a suck energy and too much is measured as overkill or some smothering, squashable life force. There are those that use suck and overkill all in one section, session of seduction function, close to where sacred space is being designed. Seduction trickster is on its way out. A circle of sacred space light has been drawn and a new blueprint minus seduction tricksters being asked to enter a new genetic lineage for planet Earth. The new wave of energy and the new children coming to the planet will depend on those with the seven generation codes 
to step forward and make a stand concerning violations in the name of Coyote or Trickster. Physical Trickster? Shapeshifter is another term for physical trickster. Anyone who is an actor or actress uses this kind of energy to change his or her appearance, whether it be a dress, makeup, hair, or whatever the physical disguise. A different face or costume to match the accompanying energy. The positive aspects of physical trickster is the ability to shapeshift someone's reality long enough to move them to another kind of awareness. Through movies, television, videos, and theater, this masterful physical trickster energy has now become so helpful in assisting people to remember other times and places of history. Hollywood and Broadway are full of physical tricksters. It's their business. To the mind of the observer, it can trigger a positive or negative response concerning use and misuse of power. The most negative aspect of physical trickster is to deliberately set out to look, act, imitate through physical means to coup another's energy through deceitful or cunning maneuvers. Tribal trickster. The Native Americans have coined the coyote or hyoka, and many have called this sacred trickster. And to some, I'm sure it has been their experience to be part of this sacred experience. They have used it as a lesson in humor of opposites. Tribal trickster concerning American Indians' teachings is in a category all by itself. The genetics of the American Indians in most cases makes them separate and apart from others. When the leader of a tribe decides to pick someone out to teach a lesson concerning trickster coyote, hyoka energy, then the leader will gather other supportive energies that will empower the cherished outcome of the leader, casting their lesson to be learned. Many join this group energy out of choice, while others join it because it feeds their own trickster energy. Then there are those that further their own empowering process, which could be some form of soul addiction, a very strong possibility. There is a term called Indian coup, pronounced coup, spelled C-O-U-P, as in gotcha, which can be translated into win and you lose. Native Americans have based most of their coup, depending on their strongest medicine power, they could call on the powers of the four directions, which were north, south, east, and west, and the four elements, which are fire, earth, air, and water. These powers were presented to those on their way to power, and depending on how they could master the energy without being caught, could determine the rites of passage and would set form forth their chosen path of empowerment or cancellation. One of the final tests of power resides in the ability to lead a tribe and pass on the teaching of seven generations by either transmuting trickster or by not allowing it to manifest and have no play at all. Sacred space, when, des when designed with respect, represents the ability for creative sacred spiral to manifest and be passed on to these seven generations. The magic of co-creation happens at the highest possible moment of exalted, combustible power, 
but with the absence of any trickster energy whatsoever. Playfulness in lovemaking, when exposed to fun, happy, light-hearted energy, is permitted, but without the trickster frequency that could harm in any way. Sacred Coyote was, and is, an experience, but now it becomes evident that to take the time to play with trickster at any level could be a waste of precious time. There is nothing sacred about trickster when it has the potential of harming, hurting, maiming the children of the next seven generations. As far as humor of opposites, polarity has had its place, just as Coyote has had its place in history, but then so did Pompeii. Supreme Trickster You know, it took me a while to name this one, and it might not yet be named for what it really is. This is the combination of holy, divine, seductive, tribal, all rolled into one gigantic power. This lethal combination, when aligned with misuse of power, is truly armed with a special kind of supreme trickster. These self-exalted, self-grandized beings with ultimate power running through their every waking and sleeping moment will break every law, whether it be cosmic or earth, in order to get the results that they want. Civilizations have come and gone several times because of the combination of this supreme trickster energy when it exalted misalignment. An extreme example of this was recently portrayed in the movie called The Devil's Advocate. One needs to know how to track this supreme trickster while watching this film, which will help to remove the veil of spiritual ignorance. This movie is based on true concepts of spiritual and galactic conquest now being practiced on the planet. This movie is not science fiction, but a, a reality at several levels. There are, there are more supreme tricksters now functioning through every walk of life. It may seem that some world leaders possess this attribute, but look closely at those in your communities, whether they be of religious or New Age movements. New cosmic laws have been designed with them in mind and planetary alignments with different experimental species have created this hybrid of humanity. People born with certain markings can be tracked, monitored, and empowered, are neutralized by beings in a position of power regulation. This is a precise science of cosmic proportions, and only those with genetic codes are even permitted to have access to such knowledge or information. Because of the seriousness of some planet, planet's involvement, a check and balance system has been set up to monitor when an entire planet has been overrun with the overlords of Supreme Trickster. Not many can track at this level, but for those who can, be mindful of this knowledge and let it not corrupt your spiritual nature of observation and hold this truth as sacred as you hold your next breath. For once you breathe a breath with this knowledge, your, your awareness will accelerate and your art feel will be noticeable to those partaking of supreme trickster tactics. Once you resonate this truth in your soul, 
You never can go back to not knowing. Hold your counsel with this one. For the one you choose to share this with could be the person that is tricking you daily into some reality of their choosing. Once you turn loose your newfound insight, then watch the trickster go into full-blown activity. Be prepared for whatever backlash comes your way. Telling the truth at this level may not serve you. Discernment is a must. History of Supreme Trickster Global Effects History books are full of these people, and history has a way of repeating itself. These fanciful characters have paraded through every known bloodline on the planet. The energetic produced by them in an environment can cause trees to topple and cause governments to fall. To call them a loose cannon would be too kind. Anything or anyone in their path can become a subject of some form of abusive target practice. It has been noted and tracked on several levels that bloodlines that hold certain psychic or starseed coatings seem to magnify their trickster energies by stronger measure than earthlings. So when you meet a star person and they want to show you their magical powers, then just watch, wait, and see how they handle the creative life force pattern, and it will not be long until one can gather the fruits of their action or experience the pain of their thorns. Some questions to ponder. When you see one of these supreme tricksters, are you awed by their presence? Do you become pawns on their chessboard? How do you sell out when confronted with this kind of energy? Where have you sold out before in other lifetimes? How many bloodlines are programmed with this kind of supreme trickster vibration? How many custodial gods play with this kind of knowingness? And again, what price of spirit are you willing to risk to find out? You know, I'm looking at the dates of the, of the different drafts that I've written this. My first draft was in November of 90, September of 91, April of 94, April of 95, June of 2001. May of 2003 and June of 2004. And then this final one, I guess, is the eighth revision, and it's here in 2011. So at the end of 2004, I wrote, This commentary on Trickster has been in the making for over 13 years. And through many different eyes and paths have I witnessed the coming and goings of Trickster and Coyote among the people on the planet. Some I learned firsthand and barely escaped with my soul still intact. Others I witnessed as they fell or blew directly into the abyss without a second glance. Over these years it has been brought to my attention more than once that there are eagles out there flying and they seem to be molting in midair meaning their feathers seem to be dropping and their flight path is not as smooth as it once was. And in some cases, they are missing an action, MIAs of the eagle kind. There was a time when the gathering of eagles was a priority so that unison of purpose would have a better chance of manifesting. 
But as I witnessed the trickster energy being allowed to play on the planet without any guidelines, none whatsoever, and beings just set about allowing everything to play, then it wasn't too long until the chaos started to affect the eagles in bird form and in human form. It is with this notice that I finally have terminated all the revisions of this written commentary on Trickster and finally send it out to those that can see through my eyes and can hear the message written in their own language of discernment. This was the last written communication given to Shirley MacLaine on her 60th birthday in New Mexico on April 24, 1994, as part of her discerning message about what energies are allowed to play on the planet. The April 19, 1994 revision copy was given to her at that time because of her interest in Native American tribal trickster behavior. Also, she was preparing to release her new book, My Lucky Stars, and had asked me for my opinion by allowing me to read her manuscript in the last editing days. As I read her manuscript, she was reading my document on trickster. I could tell that it disturbed her in many ways, as she became very quiet and chose not to have any dialogue about it. After all these years with Shirley, I knew that this was a sign of in-depth integration. A lot of people have speculated about the absence of Shirley in my life since 1994, especially since we were so close for so many years in the beginning stages of her exploring of metaphysics as we spent many years in search of adventures, truly the E.T. kind. But as the years have come and gone, and I have witnessed the cancellation and the destruction of really good people, whether they were starseed, walk-ins, or lightworkers, or simply enlightened earth folks, those committed to cosmic balance, whether they were Christian, Jewish, Buddhist, or New Agers, well, I see that they've been abused and cast aside where some might think they have been pushed to the point of almost extinction. I suppose that a lot of this happened because people just weren't awake enough to see the tricksters in motion on the planet. They got caught in their own special weave of spiritual enlightenment, you know the one that Spirit instructed them to do. Well, for whatever reason, a belief, a guru, or God, or even a movie star, Enough is enough. We have lost too many eagles in flight. And now the time to have some discernment of frequency is at hand. Who has the spiritual galactic courage to activate their own systems of this kind of knowingness about trickster energy? Why? Because energy does not lie. Only people do. That's one of my favorite Lavendarisms. And thank you so much, Lavendar, for the work that you have done and the years that it took you to put this information together to help starseeds recognize the trickster energies. And as I said in the beginning, um, it may be disturbing to hear, but it's absolutely essential to understand. And because this um, presentation was pre-recorded, we won't be taking any questions this evening. But we thank you for tuning in and invite you to join us again next week. 
And until then, from all of us here at Starseed Radio Academy, have a great week, and remember to count your blessings every day. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.